0: Welcome to Heart Church. We believe the gospel has the power to change your whole life, all your life. We hope you're ready to hear from God and be impacted by this message. Hey everyone, so glad that you could join us today and so good to have you with us in these extraordinary times. My goodness me, Um, who would have imagined, who would have imagined that I would be uh recording this in a room at my house, and as you've seen, we've pieced together a whole host of uh of contributions to make our service work today and a big shout out to the the technical guys all our media guys who have worked so hard behind the scenes to to make all this happen for you. I want to say it's it's 100% worth it. And I want to say thank you to you guys. I know that you also are working hard, staying connected. I know that uh, people are joining uh, life groups um, by by WhatsApp. And uh, yeah, just people are being a support to one another. This is truly where church comes into its own and I love the, the love and care that we're showing uh, to one another as a community. We are so much more than people who meet in a building together. And, uh, and I celebrate you. I celebrate the fact that we are having to be incredibly adaptable during this time. And let's not kid ourselves. It's great and important to be, to be positive. But it's also tough you know it is it, you know being in the same house with everybody we love everybody but it's also a little bit uh, but anyway here we are we're doing it because it is important uh, that we comply with the government advice and uh, and thank god i i thank god for technology i thank god for uh, for the fact that we can be in communication with one another. And we just also get the opportunity to speak some much needed encouragement to one another. I'm going to get right to it and, and, and speak to you for a few minutes from the Bible. and uh, And we need something, right? We need something that is going to meet us uh, where we are in these really uh, unusual circumstances and i was thinking about um a scripture in 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 2 kings 2 kings 4 so just a little bit of a different take on on uh, 2 kings chapter 4 and um i'm going to uh the reading to you today from the uh, NIV version and some of you will you'll know this right you'll know this but let me let me let me read it to you anyway second kings chapter 4 verse 1 the wife of a man from the company of prof- of the prophets cried out to Elisha your servant my husband is dead and you know that he revered the Lord but now his creditor is coming to take my two boys as his slaves. Elisha replied to her how can I help you tell me what do you have in your house your servant has nothing there at all she said except a small jar of oil. Elisha said Go around and ask all your neighbors for empty jars. Don't ask for just a few. Then go inside and shut the door behind you and your sons. Pour oil into all the jars as each is filled. Put it on one side. She left him and shut the door behind her and her sons. They brought the jars to her and she kept pouring. When all the jars were full, she said to her son, bring me another one. But he replied, there is not another jar left. Then the oil stopped flowing. She went and told the man of God and he said, go and sell the oil and pay your debts. You and your sons can live on what is left. Let me pray. Father, we need something through and by your spirit today that is going to help us and sustain us during this time. Father, we need something that is is going to uh, equip us for the place where we're at. Spirit of God, we ask you, invite you, implore you to to help us, each in our different situations. Help me, oh God, uh, help this technology to to get out of the way whilst it supports what we're doing but for it not to be in the way and that somehow the spirit of God would just permeate every single home today pray the oil of your spirit would soothe every fractious nerve that you will you will do that which only the spirit of God can do in each person's life in each family in each home, in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. So, I've just been there. Uh, i was, I just want to bring some thoughts to you, really, um, around around those scriptures. And um, and I've preached it so many times before, but I've definitely not preached it like this. Um, I want to say that, firstly, this this woman she came to she came to the man of God. Because there was a financial crisis. So her husband had been part of the company of the, the prophets. She was a, uh, the wife of, of a prophet. But this man clearly had managed his finances in such a way that they were in debt. And, and, and his creditors, not her creditors, but his creditors were coming to take uh, her sons away and understand now her sons were her only hope her sons represented the future and that's why she came to the man of God and, and I want to I want to first of all uh, just point to the fact that huh, that whole thing to do with financial concern that whole thing to do with financial worry um, is I think quite key at the moment, uh, all the turbulence in, in the world markets and and job security and how we manage uh, the circumstances that we're in. Goodness me, it is pressure, huge pressure. But I want to come and remind and encourage us that it's always been true that, that God is... Um, Jehovah, Yireh, he is, he is the one who provides, he is the God who provides and he will provide for you. I don't believe that God wants us to live in, in fear. I believe he wants us to know that he has got us. But that also means that we've got to be prepared to allow God to, to um, redefine what success looks like, redefine what prosperity looks like. I think that we've got to reflect on what we what we do have, rather than what we don't have. So yes, God will provide, but He He doesn't just provide according to our wants. He provides according to our needs. He has promised to meet our needs according to his glorious riches. But we've got to allow God to define that, not tell God what our standard is and ask him to meet it. We've got to say, Lord, your kingdom come, your will be done. I submit to you. I allow you to decide the standard. And when when this man of God, um, when he heard, um, uh, Elisha heard that this woman had uh, come, to her with, come to him with um, this request, um, he got her to assess what was in her house. And I think this is true at, at numbers, numbers of levels, but let's he, he, he said, what is, what is in your house? What have you got? And, and I wanted to just draw your attention to the fact that she overlooked the something and emphasized the nothing. What do I mean by that? Um, she said, first of all, um, Elisha replied to her, how can I help you? Tell me, what do you have in your house? Um your servant has nothing at all, she said, except a little oil. And, and I wanna say that, that the first thing she did was emphasize what she didn't have. I wanna, I wanna help you um, during this season because it is so easy to emphasize right now what you don't have. It's easy to emphasize your limitation. It's easy to emphasize the lack, but I want to encourage you to focus. Focus on what you do have. We have got food. We have got electricity. We have got means of communication. We have had some sunny days, and and so on and so on. I wanna encourage you during this season to choose to focus on the good things that you do have. I'm not asking you to pretend that everything's perfect. I'm not asking you to pretend that everything is okay, but I am asking you to choose gratitude, to choose an attitude of gratitude and to focus and what you do have, thank God for those kids, even though they're climbing the walls, you're climbing the walls, thank God for them, (laughs) you know, it's amazing, there are some people around who would thank God to have their home filled with kids, because they long to have a child, but they don't, and right now they're sat, they're sat alone, wishing that they were in the circumstances you are in, the point that I'm making is that, even, even the things that can frustrate and, and, and annoy us, annoy um, if we can just shift our understanding and, and and know that that is, it is a blessing. We have so many things in which we are blessed. So emphasize what you do have, emphasize the blessings, don't emphasize the nothing. And And I think that God wants us to be, wants to point us to the fact, as indeed, I think this man of God wanted to point this woman that as little as it is, you do have something in your house. I want to say that to you right now, today, that as little as it is, you have something. You have something. And God is going to do something with your something. God is going to do something with your something. And all you need to do is make available the little you. You say, maybe you would be saying, I haven't got anything right now. I'm over it. I'm done. I've got nothing. I've got nothing left. But God is wanting to draw your attention. Mm -mm, mm -mm, You have something. You have something. You have a little bit of something. And we're going to work with that. We're going to work with the bit we've got and I want to encourage you again to focus on that. Focus on the something. What actually drew me to this scripture was the thought about the fact that they had to go inside and and shut the door. Um, this 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 thing was not done in public. Elisha, first of all, obviously got them to go around and collect some pots. Um, but he's, he said to them, he said, then go inside, shut the door behind you, you and your sons. And uh, I think that there are some things that can only happen behind behind closed doors. There's... there's it seems like God has just pressed pause or, or stop. I don't know how else to say it, um, but we, are, we certainly recognize the fact that he's got us to go inside and he's got, a, got us to close the doors. Now, I'm not joining. I mean, there are lots of people with lots of ideas about what this means and what God is saying and what God is doing. Well, listen, we can only guess at best. But I don't think you have to be a prophet to work out that that God definitely uh, has allowed something that is getting the attention of the world. That that with all our technology, with all the stuff we have in place, it is not it's not enough. Um, there's There's not enough security in that you know when I was well a good few years ago now, but when I was 15, we were uh, learning in history about um, about a third the possibility of a third world war. that was what the great fear was it was the the fear of an atomic bomb it was the fear of devastation that that, that a bomb could bring um and no one, no one foresaw or even thought about the possibility that here we are in a place where it's not something that we can see. It's not something big. It's, it's, it's an invisible threat. It's an invisible enemy. Uh, it's, it's microscopic. It's a microbe. It's a virus. It is it is something so that it cannot be seen with the human eye that has grounded planes, that has shut down nations. I mean, it, it's mind-blowing. It really is. But, but we need to understand again afresh. And I think God is, is, is drawing our attention again to the fact he's, he's in charge. I want to emphasize, I don't believe God's caused this, but I do believe God is in charge. And if God is in charge, there are some things that he is allowed and his intention is to bless us. Back in January, we were talking from John 15, we were talking about God pruning fruitful branches. Nobody likes the pruning. No one likes things being cut back because it looks like you've got less, but while you're being pruned, you've got to take into account the fact that God is a loving God. He is a kind, thoughtful gardener who is doing the pruning and the heart and intention behind the pruning is that we will be even more fruitful. That will be even more fruitful, and and I want us to understand that, without minimizing the challenges of this season, we've got to understand that this pruning, this being stripped back, this being made to be less, is not to uh, not uh, to make us less. It's actually to make us more. God is pruning fruitful branches so that they will be even more fruitful. God wants your life to be even more fruitful. Now, I'm not saying that everything that gets cut away is going to be restored, but that's where I've got to trust the gardener. I've got to trust the process. I've got to trust that he he is in charge. And 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 to know and understand that that he's doing some things behind closed doors. There are some things that can only happen and work behind closed doors. Well, you know, I think that there are times in our lives, probably much of our lives, where we're just running around, we're busy, 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 we haven't got time, we're always going to do something, we're always going to um, uh, do what we should do. And it's like, wow! God has pressed the pause button, and now we can't do what we did do. And it gives us an opportunity to reflect. Um, I, I wanted, and this is where I, I kind of wanted to draw our attention to the fact that I've said many times, you've heard me preach it: that all things work together for good for those who love the Lord and accord according to His purpose. Now, not all things are good and certainly not all things feel good, but God, because he is God, has the power to make all things work together for good. Um, And I wanna wanna say something that, that I believe has something of a prophetic edge to it. The man of God got this woman and her sons to go Go behind closed doors, and and I want to say that he was doing that for a purpose. He was doing it because he was getting ready to multiply the oil. This is what I want to bring to you today and encourage you. That could it be that God is doing something, particularly for His people, uh, during this season, where He is multiplying the oil. Can you you get excited about that with me that in all the challenges of what we're experiencing that God is looking to do something deep and powerful and effective and long-lasting in his people and he's not doing it in a service with with thousands all around us. He's not doing it with all the the Rasmatas and all the lamps and the the all the, the lights rather and the the, the the machinery all the support structures he's got us into a place where it's just us and him and he's saying I've taken you behind closed doors because I'm getting to getting ready to multiply the oil and I believe that God wants to multiply the oil in your life, in in your family's life, the oil, that oil of the Holy Spirit, that it would be your portion. God is looking to fill what has been empty. I wanna remind us, that this family came to the man of God initially because this woman, this widow, she came because of the lack. She came because things were running dry. She came because things were running, running out. But, but God got them into a place where he was looking to bring um, uh, to restore, uh, to bring more, to bring overflow into, into their lives. Uh, and I want to believe that with you I want to believe it uh, for you and for your family that 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 God is bringing us uh, his people into a season where he is multiplying the oil so that when we emerge from this situation, we are we are not gonna be the same people that went into it. We, we, we're not gonna have been dulled by our situation. We're gonna have been sharpened by our situation because we will understand that God has done some things behind closed doors. God is doing something behind closed doors, but we're not gonna get there on our own. We're not gonna get there in our own strength. We need his spirit, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. This is what we've been talking about. This is what we've been talking about, engaging with the Holy Spirit. And, uh, and I wanna say that, um God began to fill what was empty one thing at a time and I I just want to I want to talk to that for a moment that they took a pot and they filled it and they set it aside they took a pot and they filled it and they set it aside they took a pot and they filled it and they set it aside they took a pot and they filled it and they set it aside it was a new rhythm, a new rhythm, a new rhythm at this time. Time that is what you need in your life. You need a new rhythm. The structures of your life have been completely changed. So now you have to put in place a new rhythm that's gonna help you. It's gonna help you with your mental health. It's gonna help you um, just feel that you're accomplishing something in. The day I've actually encouraged some people to write a timetable, write out a timetable, put it on the fridge. um, Eight till eight thirty, quiet time. Uh, uh, um, Eight thirty till nine, exercise. I don't bring some structure to your day so that the days don't just fritter away. You are going to feel far better. We have got to manage this situation because it is not going away overnight and if we don't manage it, it will manage us. So we have to put in place some practical things that are going to help us to get through this season. We need to help ourselves and then also we can be a blessing to others by by reaching out connecting don't sit there sulking because no one's messaged you you message someone talk to someone call somebody up how are you doing how can i pray for you be an encouragement to one another there are so many times in my life when i have felt discouraged and then been prompted to 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 contact someone to bless someone and as i have blessed them then uh, the Spirit of God has blessed me. I think it says in, it says in the Bible that him who refreshes him who refreshes others will himself be refreshed as you refresh others you'll you'll be refreshed and and i'm not just talking about church family above and beyond that 's why we 've got to be sensitive to the spirit of god let's listen to his voice, see who it puts on his puts on our heart and 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 know that um, we can't go out, we can't see people, but we can, as I said over and over, we can't touch people, but we can be in touch, so let us be sensitive to the voice of God, and if he's just giving you a prompting regarding someone's name, then, then drop them a message, give them a call, be an encouragement to someone, so let us in this season it's going to help us it's going to bring some peace and some settling down as we establish a new rhythm at this time. In this story we see that God provided God provided abundance where there's been lack and uh, you know we don't know what the days ahead are uh, how it's all going to pan out we can't. We can't see that yet. We don't know. We don't know what the knock-on effects of this season will be. But I do know this. I know God's got us. And I want to believe and trust that even though in the natural, it doesn't look much, God can take a little and make it go a long way. It was a little oil that God multiplied. It was a little oil that God multiplied. He didn't bring a big vat. It was just a little oil that kept multiplying. And, and, and I want us to understand we don't need something massive at this time, but what we do need is something little and consistent. Allow the oil to flow in your home, little and consistent, a little pouring out, but consistent. And so do do things, do things that, that help um, establish new rhythms in your home. Do things that um, like, uh, you know, take take a few minutes to pray together and, and to thank God. And when I say a few minutes, I literally mean that. Don't drive your kids crazy with trying to get them to sit down for a two hour prayer meeting. You will not, they will not be involved. They will exit the room in their mind, if not in their body. Just do something little, a little, and often when you sit around a meal table, take, a, take, take a, a piece of cracker and a little bit of blackcurrant, if you have it, or it doesn't matter, you can have orange juice or water. The point is to, to remember the Lord as, as the family. Just thank God. Just a little bit of oil and often because God is getting us to use some spiritual muscles that maybe we haven't used For a long time, helping us to build some spiritual structures back into our lives that uh, maybe haven't been there for a long time. Or if we're honest, haven't been there at all. So there are rhythms for you personally, but there are also rhythms for you as a family that God will use this time to reestablish. God is giving us, I believe, the opportunity to see his oil flow in our own home. We need the oil in our own home. This family, they saw the oil flow in their own home. And I know we go running around looking for the the flowing oil. We'll go to churches, we'll go to conferences, we'll, we'll go for the next experience to seek the oil. But God, I believe is saying to us, hey, in this season, I'm going to get that oil, that little bit you've got, I'm gonna cause it to flow in your own home. I'm gonna bless you in your own home. I'm gonna get you to see the abundance of what I can do in your own home. You're not gonna come out of this worse than when you went in. You're gonna come out better and you're gonna come out blessed. I believe that, honestly, there is a special anointing honors in this season a special uh, grace upon us to to as we seek the Lord that he would he will seize the opportunity to bless us bless our marriages bless our children and that we actually spiritually prosper during this season the thing I want to say is this and this is in conclusion when when um the the widow came to the man of God and said, hey, and there's not a jar left. The oil the oil stopped flowing. Um, she went and told the man of God, and he said, go and sell the oil and pay your debts. You and your sons can mm-hmm. live on what is left. Sorry, just uh, knocking the stand there with my Bible. Uh, um, but yeah, I just want to say that, that what God did behind the closed doors had an ongoing effect. It impacted their lives after that experience. And that's what I wanna believe for each of us, that as the oil flows in our own home, whether you feel you've got little or much, whether you feel you've got little or something, everyone's got a little oil. And that oil, God is gonna multiply. And God is gonna multiply it in such a way that you're gonna prosper, you're gonna grow, and you're gonna be able to use what you receive in this season after we emerge from it. So, I want to encourage you to be encouraged that in all the challenges that we are faced, and as I said again, I'm not minimizing any of those things, but surely we, as the people of God, can choose to believe that God is going to use this set of circumstances for good and God is gonna cause the oil to flow and God is gonna cause that oil to, to sustain us, uh, uh, not only in the season that we're in, but in the next season of life. God will cause us, I believe, to be those who keep pouring out a little oil wherever we go into other people's lives. That's what we, when, we, when we connect with one another, when we call one another, when we, when we send a message to one another, just keep pouring out a little oil and let God multiply it. With God, a little oil goes a long way. God, God is doing something, doing more behind the scenes. No one knew no one knew what was going on behind those closed doors, but it turned out that God was doing a lot more behind the scenes than he was doing in front of people 's faces. I want to say I believe that I believe that in this time in this season, God is doing a lot more behind the scenes than he's doing in front of our faces. I want to pray with you and uh i want to I want to pray and believe listen if you're listening to this and and you and you um don't know the lord i want to encourage you that that what we when we speak about jesus we're not talking about religion we're not talking just about a good guy we're talking about the son of god who through the power of the spirit of God gives us the ability to reign in life, to overcome in all circumstances. Yes, even in these circumstances. And if you call on the name of the Lord, if you ask Jesus to come into your heart, he will hear you, he will answer you, he will do just that, and he will give you the power to overcome in whatever you are facing. And maybe there are people out there who honestly, they've not been living as they should. They've not been seeking the Lord as they should. They've not been uh, obeying the Lord as they should. But there's something in this season that said, hey, I need to get myself straightened out. I need to get my life sorted. Well, do it. This is the time. This is the season, stop putting it off. God is calling his children home. He is raising up his church. He is raising up his people because we are, we are called to be salt and light uh, to a world that desperately needs the truth and life that only Jesus can bring. If, if you fit into either of those categories, then, then maybe, uh, maybe you could just pray this prayer um, along with me right now and uh, and, uh, and join with me as, as I pray. Lord Jesus Christ, thank you for dying for me on the cross. I am so sorry for all the things I've done that are wrong. I've hurt others and I've hurt myself. But I thank you, Father, that through the cross, I am forgiven. Through Jesus, I have hope and I have life And you have the power, Lord, to set me free and give me the freedom my heart longs for. I invite you into my heart. I turn away from my sin and I thank you now that I can call myself a child of God. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, you have begun a phenomenal journey and uh, and and it is a journey that will see you way beyond this season. Indeed, it will see you through the rest of your life. And so, we would love to be in contact with you. And all you need to do is uh, contact at Amen at Heart Church. It's Amen at Heart Church. Uh, send them an e- email, and someone will be in contact with you because we want to support you in in this journey now let me pray let me pray for everyone else especially during the season father lord god i want to i want to pray into every home lord i thank you that through this technology lord i pray that as these words go into every home every bedroom every living room every kitchen Lord, everywhere where where there are devices playing uh, this, I pray, oh God, that the presence of God would, would flow. I pray the oil would flow. I pray the oil would multiply. I pray, oh God, that you would help us to establish new rhythms. I pray, oh God, that you would help us understand that you're doing some things behind the scenes that are gonna impact the world when we emerge from this season. I thank you that you that you're going deeper. I thank you. Yes, you've got our attention. We are turning to you. We need you. And we thank you that you're at work doing something deep in our heart and lives. I bless every individual. I bless every marriage. I take authority over tension and disagreement and, and, and all that frustration. In Jesus' name, I speak peace over you right now I pray over your kids in the name of Jesus that supernaturally uh, Lord you would just calm things down I pray that that home would be filled and beat with an atmosphere of joy and hope and peace in Jesus name we pray you'll settle down every fear to do with the future because God you are the one who holds the future you hold us and you hold the future and we put our trust and confidence in that I speak over everybody. The Lord bless you and the Lord keep you. I know he is. I know he will. And I look forward to being with you all again very soon. God bless you. Thank you for being here. Alright, You've come to the end of this message. We hope you've been challenged and inspired. Stay up to date with everything going on in the life of our church by checking out our social media. Just search Heart Church UK.